Hi, I'm Bo Mitchell, plays Brooks in Cobra Kai, and you're listening to a coming-of-age movie. What's up, everyone? I'm Kira. And I'm Julia. Welcome or welcome back to a coming-of-age movie. This week, we're joined by actor Bo Mitchell. You may know him as Brooks from the hit Karate Kid spinoff, Cobra Kai. Bo, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Y'all, uh, y'all killed that intro. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think we should just end the episode right there, actually. Don't want to ruin it. Yeah, yeah, we'll stop. Cut. <laughs> well, anyway, jumping right in. I mean, COVID hit actors really hard these past two years. So how do you think COVID played a role in your career? Yeah, that's a great question. I've had a couple interviews and uh, recently, and that's not even a topic. So cool question. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I kind of was having a conversation about this the other day, actually. Uh, it's it's changed a lot. Yeah, the the whole game kind of changed in the past few years uh, with the internet and like social media, right? So like to start there, I think that's kind of an important part of this answer is that directors and producers have access to you know millions of more people now, um, so they're able to really like you know comb through um so many actors and, and find people and even just you know kind of like when i was younger it was like you found this kid in the mall and now it's you found the kid on tiktok you know it's like you find this raw talent just somewhere you know just in the middle of you know illinois or something i don't know just super random no hate to any people <laughs> well yeah so no hate to anyone from illinois but uh yeah i mean it's basically like covid comes in the film production industry, very fast adapting industry, um, you know, a lot of like people and money involved. So they're constantly trying to keep new stuff coming out and they evolve very quickly and react very quickly to world events. Um, so, you know, like for instance, like a week or two, like not even really before we get into quarantine, there's already commercials ready for like, you know, COVID kind of like, awareness and stuff um so it was one of those things too where it kind of me just being like you know just because i'm on a tv show doesn't mean i like i'm tapped into everything you know so i'm kind of sitting at home thinking hmm i bet they'll figure out a way to like work around this you know um they usually do when there's a big issue in the world like they still you know just these these production companies still figure out how to like work through these scenarios safely and um obviously you know they couldn't and i mean for good reason but it kind of, um, it kind of took me back because uh, that's the first time I've ever seen the film industry actually like stopped, you know. And I mean, it didn't really stop completely, but it slowed down quite a lot. I mean, there were some things happening. There was some some stuff being produced and shot like a few months after quarantine, the first kind of quarantine ended, you know. And like, um, they were just testing people like you know three or four times a week, you know, making sure everyone's constantly negative and all. But, um, you know, it still wasn't full force filmmaking uh, like we have, are starting to get back into now, thanks to the vaccine and all. So we, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride, you know, with those two things combined so to bring it all together. Like you have this larger pond of, of um, talent to pull from. And then COVID kind of just like is, a, you know, is a wall. And especially for, um, you know, anyone just kind of, 
doing auditions and stuff, it just was a complete dead stop for them. You know, if you were in a movie, if you were in like a big production, you were kind of still tied into something. But if you were just kind of waiting for something to restart, kind of like Cooper Kai and stuff, it was just like, oh, well, we're just going to sit here now, like, you know, and see what happens, um, which is what everyone had to do. But yeah, so it's just been a crazy ride for anyone kind of in film, you know, the last few years, especially, like I said, if you're not like an A plus name already, you know, um, if you're not like in the Marvel Avengers series, then, you know, you pretty much have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like everyone just says like COVID, like, you know, oh yeah, it, you know, stopped it slowed down my career for a second but yeah like like you were saying just everything with social media too it's just like it's just nothing like it was 10 years ago so pretty interesting yeah definitely it's been a wild ride it's all for the it's all for the better in general you know it's just like adapting and everything like that yeah exactly and you know cobra kai is based off of the karate kid movies so had you ever seen the karate kid movies before you booked cobra kai yeah, I have actually. And I feel like obviously anyone's going to say that if you've been in it. So like, I promise I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, but no, I actually, I actually have, I, I was a fan and uh, like, I would watch them kind of, you know, sporadically. I'd be like, oh, I feel like watching that movie again. Like, you know, not just, oh, I saw it once when I was a kid because my parents made me watch it. Like, you know, I definitely have seen all the movies and I even was like super stoked when <clears throat> like will smith and jackie chan made the uh kind of revamp um so like you know i guess that was about 10 or 12 years ago now but yeah <clears throat> I, I love it it's a great series good we love it too <laughs> yeah 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 and they i mean sure you guys have plenty of questions and remarks but i i don't think i've ever seen a spinoff done better than this this is just like yeah i actually agree yeah yeah, I really spin-offs. I don't really like I don't like spin-offs, but this is a great show. So that, yeah. that was really yeah. Well, anyway, in a way, um Brooks is kind of like a parallel to Johnny's friends in the original franchise. So did that um influence how you portrayed the character? Um yeah, that's that's a great that's a great question. A little bit, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we kind of knew that there was like these kind of I don't know how to say it, like ancestral ties to these other characters as we were like kind of re-embodying them, you know, and in certain ways. Um, and, uh, you know, so that kind of brought an element to it for sure. Like there was uh, like, I think Brooks was kind of like um, the character Dutch, you know, and they were like kind of paralleling each other a little bit. So it was like that for me was definitely something um, important. And I kind of, you know, I knew that immediately. I kind of was, I was even reading the character to myself and hinting. I was like, kind of reminds me of this guy from the other one, you know? And then when we get done set and we start doing, you know, theology and all, it's like, yeah. So uh, definitely, that definitely brings an element to it. You don't want to like bounce too much off of that. You, you still need to like bring something new to the table, you know? But ultimately it gives you a really, really good foundation to start from. So yeah, it was, um, it was cool. It was important and it was actually helpful too. So like I said, it kind of points you in the right direction, you know? Yeah, that's always good. And Brooks is actually one of the first characters we meet in episode one when he and his friends get into a fight with Johnny. So what was it like to be a part of the first fight of the series? And I was, I was stoked, you know, it's like <laughs> kind of wild. I mean, and that was really like, it's like maybe um, day two for, for us, day one, day two, it was like, 
honestly think it was the first day. I think that was the first day we shot. I, I'm a little fuzzy. I'm sorry, but um, it was years ago. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. It was. It was about like four or five years ago now. But uh, yeah, we, you know, again, I'm like, I'm from South Carolina, and this was shot in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. So ninety percent of it was, and uh, I'm driving down there. I like to drive, so I'm driving down there. Actually, on the phone with my manager, and we're just chatting about it. And she's like, you know, oh, this could be like a great thing. You know, it's like, you know, spinoffs can be a hit sometimes and stuff. And I was kind of like, yeah, I have no idea this is going to work out because, <laughs> uh, you know, I just had my doubts about spinoffs, you know. And like, um, but yeah, you know, again, it was one of those things we were doing. We Once I get down there, I start shooting. I start to realize, like, holy cow, like, one, this is an amazing, immaculate set. Like, did, you know, they are well they're well taken care of the team that was there was you know good at their job so that got me really excited and then you know as I met Hero and all the other actors and we started working through that fight scene I was just getting more and more excited I was like oh wow this is legit and it's gonna be great and so even then I was stoked to be there and doing that and um just you know yeah, I was, I was fired by it for sure. And, but looking back on it now, it makes me even relish in it more, most definitely. And like, you know, just kind of being any, any, any Easter egg or any type of like <clears throat> homage, you know, I could be a part of them, obviously stoked on as well. Like my first, my first, like one of my first scenes is like the first fight scene in the series. And it's uh, kind of Johnny's like return to karate. Yeah. And on top of all that, I got my legs swept by him, which is super sick. So. <laughs> it's like yeah, honored to have William Zabka knock me out thank you yeah totally I'm like a you know I'm and you know I'm a nerd fan at heart so it's like I'm like kind of doing my job right I'm acting but I'm also just there for just stoked like I can't believe I'm doing this so it's a it's a good it's a good win-win that yeah that's so cool it's like so um like you were saying it's just like such a big like uh what's the word like symbolic thing like the first thing here's Johnny back into it yeah. and you get to be a part of it so that's that's pretty cool yeah I was stoked and then also in season one you relentlessly bully Miguel Dimitri and Eli so were you able to move past that whole thing in the show and be, be friends with those actors or was it tense since you were always up in their faces or what, what were your relationships with them like yeah that's a great it's a great way to phrase that question um I like you always kind of build chemistry with you try to build chemistry and like and like I said I kind of you know, I didn't really have time. To, I met these people 30, 15 minutes before we shot a scene together. So right off, it was hard to kind of get chemistry going with them just because we're just going straight to it, you know? Um, I mean, you're humans. Like, you <laughs> you go, it's just weird. It's weird. And, I mean, I guess that's kind of why we, we are actors and we do our job because we played off. But it's like you, you never met these people before. Um, you don't know what their favorite color is. And, you know, you don't know if they're, like, scared of dogs or not. Just stuff like that, you know, like, that you kind of want to learn about them. And you're just like, oh. But, uh, but you know, they're great. We did a good job. We played it out. And, you know, after this first day or two, we started getting into the routine of, like, after work, we would go and grab dinner together or whatever, hang out at someone's, like, Airbnb. And that started to really build, build the chemistry. Because it's like you would say, you would think, right, like, if, if you're a bully, right, and, you know, you know, someone getting bullied, you would need to kind of have a hateful relationship with each other, but you really just need to like, you know, being friends with, is much of a stronger 
stronger relationship to have in that scenario because then um the person getting bullied is comfortable getting like touched by you and, and talked to by you and then you're comfortable being mean to them you know like you don't have to be worried about hurting their feelings or something because you know at the end of the day y'all both kind of buddies you know so it's like that helps a lot so we were able to get to that point pretty quickly and at the end of the day it's like it's always like oh it's acting you know oh you know it's fake um but i mean subconscious mind's a pretty crazy thing and you know you um sometimes you can't roll it off your shoulder at the end of the day so it's good to know that when you're done doing your job that you're buddies with this person you know um so it helps you kind of take things less personally so yeah we were you know yeah it made and it made us stronger friends too like we're all pretty good buddies now and i mean you know i i know they're all great guys i would you know anytime i if i ran into them in the street we'd pick up where we left off um so and it's something too you get to see like the ugliness of somebody it's kind of like you bond closer like i'm sure if you have some good friends like you've probably seen them do some pretty ridiculous things and you're just like oh you know you're better homies now because of it so stuff like that creates a stronger bond so um but yeah we were able to burn down pretty quick and they're all really cool people so i'm stoked to have them as friends that was a really great answer. I really liked the Thanks. insight of like, when you're closer, you can be meaner to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> and when season one first came out, what were your expectations for the show? And I know spinoffs were very not They're controversial, but just, I don't know. Hit or miss. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Like, did yeah. you think it would be as popular as it is now? Um, I, I mean, no, really, I don't think I did. I think I hoped that it would be successful for sure. And I knew it had the right people behind it to do something cool and be a good thing. But like, yeah, where we are now, I really didn't expect that. And so it's kind of like, as I don't know, I almost blew it off sometimes. I'm like, yeah, wait, you know, you, I forget. It's kind of like, Oh, I forget that. Uh, we're number one in the world on Netflix, you know, Mm-hmm. that's crazy you know it's like oh we're on netflix cool but then it's like it still doesn't hit me sometimes a bit you know at some points we we're training number one in the world it's just like wow that's awesome you know i never thought because i mean if you know the history of the show it was on youtube red for a little while and um that was cool i mean we got some great reviews and all but uh it didn't it didn't really like go crazy right i mean it was like it's a bit of gatekeeping there just based on how that network ran their subscription um system and all so you know uh, i remember it getting put on netflix i remember kind of seeing the first ad for netflix because i know we shot um when they were shooting season two it was kind of like it was kind of like a what's going to happen to everything you know and um when we shot we shot that it was like we're not quite sure where it's going to end up you know and uh came out on YouTube Red and all and did good, but the there was definitely starting to kind of do some tension building and I think they were ready to move on or something. I don't know all the details, but I kind of knew it wasn't working out for them. Um, but when it kind of, when we got that ad, that first kind of teaser um, that it was going to be on Netflix, I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, stoked. Still, again, not expecting it to trend like it did. And like they put out season one and two on Netflix, like old content, right? Like I've never seen this happen before. I've never seen old content become the hot new thing before. Like it just, if it's, if it's old, it, you know, 
it's just a relic at that point, you know, but it, they dropped season one, season two, and it blew up. So I just kind of like, I don't know, it was definitely a rare experience, I think, in this, in this industry and like how we consume media and stuff. So it, it speaks volumes to like the writing and the producing and, you know, directing and all the hard work that was put into it because it's just such a great show that once people got their hands on it, they loved it, you know, cause it was, it was great. So I don't know. It was definitely, it's definitely been a wild ride sitting back, watching it kind of evolve, uh, especially, you know, it being almost dead in the water for like a year um, in 2018, 2019, you know? So yeah, wild, wild ride for sure. Sorry to be long-winded, but there's just <laughs> well, a lot yeah. to it. Yeah, it's really interesting because, I mean, I grew up like watching the Karate Kid movies and like literally the day it came out enough, like my dad's like, we have to watch this. Like it's, it's a spinoff of Karate Kid. And I'm like, I've never heard of this. Like why, why have I never heard of this? But then once it hit Netflix, everyone's heard of it. So it's just, yeah, it's interesting how that works. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, uh, we had cable TV 10 years ago. Everyone, you know, had 500 channels and now it's like we have maybe 10 channels you know, one of those is Netflix and everything's just crammed in there. So, I mean, you know, that's its own like um, basket of eggs to get into. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's very cool how that works. Um, and I mean, it's so cool that again, what you just said is another tangent to, to kind of, you know, talk about is that like, it's a generational thing at this point. And parents are finding ways to connect with their children over the show and like i mean that's i don't know i had to get kooky but like you know relationships are one of the most important things in life especially a relationship with your child and um anything you can find to connect over you know especially in in our like especially in our times in you know right now and how you know we're all basically sucked into our phones 24 seven, like anything you can find to like get connected with each other is just like gold pretty much. And, and, and you know, this show has been, was doing that for people. It is doing that for people. It's, you know, the, you know, the 50 year old dads and moms are, you know, stoked to see these characters again. And, you know, their children are like, Oh, you know, there's kids my age in this too. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, and it's like, and I, I can relate, you know, and both parties are sitting there and they're taking the show in, in different values and relating to it in different ways, like based on whatever character is kind of similar to them. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know if you, uh, Disney, Disney does this very well. Uh, like watch like Shrek, you know, and like take it in as a five-year-old and then come back when you're 20 yeah. and you're like, oh my God, my parents were laughing at that in a whole different way than I was laughing at it, you know? <laughs> and it's not quite like, that but it is very similar the fact that like two different parties can watch it and take it you know for their own value and that's um yeah i mean it's like it's like writing poetry it's very deep you know it's hard to do <laughs> so it's very 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 powerful thing and i think that's i think it's awesome i'm stoked that we're able to you know provide these experiences to people yeah it's really cool and um in season three brooks and hawk had one of the most iconic fight scenes of I think the entire series. So what was that fight like both physically and emotionally? Like how much was stunt doubles and what was that like? Cause it's such, it's such a symbolic fight. So what was that like for you? Yeah, that was, it was awesome. I appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm stoked to kind of be tied into some of the, the bigger fights. Like, um, and you know, I don't know, 
first of all, like just to kind of do like a bird's eye view of this whole thing. Like I, I watch a good bit of anime and like, I think that that was a total like shonen hero moment that they gave him. And um, I feel like it just hit people super hard. Like, like they gave him flashbacks, you know, he was like, they, they built it up so well. And it's like, you don't really see that in live action, especially even in like, um, you know, in like American made television, like the flashbacks and stuff like that. And the way they really built that character up in that moment, you know, to really bring you to this boiling point. Um, I don't know. I, that's something I've only seen done in like, you know, really in anime. So it's like, I saw that happen. I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. And, uh, I don't know. I think it was really smart too from the producers and the writers and stuff. But, uh, so they, it turned out really cool. And I didn't know that was happening when we were filming when you're in there shooting, you're just seeing what you're seeing. You read the script, but like, you don't know how much they're going to build something up or, you know, break something down. So, um, you're just kind of doing, you're doing your best while you're there. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a really cool process from season one. They knew I could do my own stunts. I made it like very, very apparent. I was like, I almost forced them to let me do my own stunts. And even though I had a great stunt guy there, um, and they would kind of throw him in the mix every now and then, uh, still they let me run through every fight completely by myself at least once so that was i really appreciate um you know hero for trusting me and like everyone uh, you know getting a chance to do that because that was just that's just personally fun for me like i enjoyed the heck out of it so yeah, that's really cool <laughs> yeah it's great and i mean i i um you know i'm not the most agile guy but i skateboard a lot and you know i actually do kickboxing and jiu-jitsu and stuff and so like i'm used to like you know taking a fall so it's not a big deal for me so it was like you know, I was like, Hey, give me a shot. And the first, you know, first fight scene kind of was a great example of that. So I was like, um, kind of able to show them there. And since then they've been down. So we, I get into season three and we get into this little basketball gym and I'm doing the stunts with Heater and his wife and we're practicing. Um, and it's, uh, it's going great. It was a super, super good fight. They choreographed it really well. It was like a great, like just smash down on Brooks. It was awesome. And, um, I mean, you know, it, it's fun either way. So like some people, some people are like, oh, you know, wouldn't it been fun if you won? I'm like, no, nah, I still like got to do just as much, you know, like I got to get flung around and I'm like, you know, it's a give and take thing. Like, obviously, you know, Hawk looks super strong, but he's not actually throwing me. Like I'm kind of throwing myself to add effect. Right. So it's like, it's a kind of, you have to work together. There's synergy and stuff there. So. Um, it's just as fun, you know, getting your butt beat or winning. It doesn't matter. So, uh, but yeah, it was just, they're so good at the fight scenes. They're so good at choreographing it. The cinematographers are so good at capturing it. So once you finally get into the heat of it and you're actually, you know, doing it, it's a, it's a really special thing because you get both kind of get fired up and, you know, there's kind of like the yell action and you have nothing to do, but just to like run at each other screaming, you know? And hope you hope you kind of nail everything because there is that element of rawness to it because like you're trying to kind of be at like 90 percent 80 percent you know you don't want to go quite 100 percent, but you're trying to be you're trying to you're trying to reach like your red line so that you can make it look real put a little extra oomph behind it but also still not like accidentally hit someone in the face you know or pull someone's hair so it's like uh it's a um it's a balance of that so you know one second cool can y'all still hear me? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We lost webcam yeah. for a second, but we're good. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, overall, it was just an amazing experience, though. And every fight seems like that. It's like any fight scene I get to be a part of. I was super, super stoked. And um, I think they used all the footage of me in that fight scene, except for maybe the end. I think they used the stunt double when I got flipped or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they let me try it once, which, again, I was super stoked to even be able to do that. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's like 10% the actor in the fight scene. It's very common, you know, and for, for Cobra Kai, I think that's one of the big things too, is they push the actors to be closer to the 80%, you know, range of being in the fight scene and really only pull the stunt doubles out when they're doing some crazy acrobatic, something dangerous, you know? So, uh, anyway, uh, really, very cool scene. I, and I think Hawk played it very well. I think his acting really just elevated it because, you know, you saw that, you saw that anger in his eyes, years of bullying. I think I, I beat him playing magic the night before. So he was still angry about that, you know? So anyway, that was a great time. And it's left very open-ended. We don't, uh, Brooks could be dead. We don't even know because right, yeah. you just see Hawk come up with all the blood on his knuckles. We don't know. Yeah, I know. They, they did, they did, uh, they did Brooks a good one right there. We have no idea what's happening yet. We'll see. <laughs> so, I mean, after that fight, Brooks was cooked at, kicked out of Cobra Kai. So do you think karate would have benefited him in the long run or was it good that he got kicked out? Oh yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I think that, I think karate is a pretty, pretty great thing to, to do for anyone. Um, so I'm sure it would have benefited him. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's good all around. It's a great thing mentally, physically, spiritually. So yeah, he probably would have benefited from it. Maybe at Cobra Kai would have backfired, um, but who knows? Uh, we, we we did a lot of like ideology and stuff thinking through with the writers and it was like they're always at the end of the day they're like brooks is actually a sweetheart he's just kind of too much of an idiot to understand that he's <laughs> people you know so um it, you know it's kind of like you know a big goofy giant that you know thinks he's having fun with everyone but actually you know he's like squeezing somebody too hard that type of thing it's like he thinks it's funny reality He's like hurting their person. So I think there would have been a lot of times where Brooks would have kind of encountered something that would have just made him not happy, you know, or scared or like, you know, like he, he he's not the type of guy to like, you know, hurt a dog or whatever, you know, like, so it's like, it's like if he would have had to do some crazy stuff like that um, under Sensei Crease, he probably would have been out. So that, you know, the Cobra Kai karate probably wasn't right for him anyway, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see what happened there and kind of a similar fun question. Um, Brooks didn't make an appearance in season two, but then he came back for season three. So if you could choose, what would you say he was doing during that time period of season two? Dude, no idea. You know, I think it was um, season two is uh, kind of like summary and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Kyler wasn't in it too much either, but. I don't know what we were doing. Who knows? He was just, he might have been off like wrestling or just like, I don't even know. He he probably was like busy just like chilling in the valley. Yeah, definitely. That dude, yeah, I bet he's got a crazy home life too. He's probably got some big brother or something that made him like clean his car or something every week. So, <laughs> yeah, he was busy for sure. <laughs> And, you know, 
you personally are very different from Brooks. So what character do you think you are similar to out of everybody in the show? Um, yeah, I mean, what character am I similar to? That's funny. I don't even know. Whew, I gotta think for a second. I guess like, hmm. Like me in real life and someone in the show. I'm, I'm trying to think, man. Um, I don't even know. I guess like I don't know. There's lots of characters in there and some troubled ones too. And I'm not even that troubled in real life. I'm pretty mellow. <laughs> not Everyone's even that like, troubled. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty like super chill. Like I don't even know. I'm not like fighting for my life or anything that's a hard one but um hmm. what about a dojo you would train with like cobra kai eagle fang uh, yeah <laughs> eagle, eagle fang is so sick like i would love to do that like i think <laughs> that version of johnny that's like teaching eagle fang too is like such a good guy yeah mm-hmm. so i would love i would love it I would, that'd be so hilarious to be there and just be doing whatever dumb stuff he thinks up so Definitely more of an Eagle Fang kind of guy. Um, I got asked a lot, like, about – I got asked a similar question a lot before season three came out, and I was always like – it's basically Miyagi do a Cobra Kai, and I was always like, man, I want to say Eagle Fang, but I can't – I can't. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> like, maybe, like, a third dojo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe something else, yeah. Uh, I think I let that one fly once, actually. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, definitely Eagle Fang. That, that's hilarious. Training in the park with the hobos. <laughs> I, yeah. that, that name is a no for me it, it, it's so funny yeah yeah eagle fang oh yeah in the in the little like creature they drew up is yeah. hilarious oh my god yeah well i mean we'll see where that goes next season i won't ask anything about that because we don't want netflix to get mad anyway yeah. well cobra <laughs> kai sends out a lot of positive messages even if they're sometimes hidden behind a few thousand fights so what do you hope that viewers take away from the show yeah i mean i think um i guess just like the human element like just kind of like taking away that like you know should probably just use your words i guess like these guys have been fighting for you know 30 years and they still they they haven't solved their differences and then one one episode their wives sitting down for a dinner or their girls significant others sitting down for dinner and they have to talk for more than five minutes and it's all squashed it's like that's that's it right there just Um, use your words you know chat did i skip out no no you're good okay cool yeah no but yeah just i don't know just talk to people man i like be nice to each other like i don't know like you see like for most most of the key players, like when they have a big fight, they usually learn something about each other. And like when you engage into something that intense with somebody, you're gonna learn something about them that you can't in any other way um, just by kind of hanging out, right? Like you, either, it's like the equivalent of getting into a super deep conversation. So um, you know, it sucks you have to get a black guy to do that. But, uh, you know, you can do it with words. So just, just talk to people. I don't know. Just kind of, you know, make creating bonds and, you know, friendships and stuff. Because, uh, I mean, these guys hate each other. You know, you look at, uh, you know, you look at the, the, the feud between Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do. And, <clears throat> you know, 
Daniel and Johnny, and they've been like intertwined together for like 30 years, you know, and because they hate each other or because they think they hate each other. And really, I think they just have more in common and they just need to kind of like, you know, chat about it. So, um, yeah, definitely talking yeah. to people. Every scene where they're forced to talk just kills me because the whole feud gets solved within five minutes and it's like okay yeah. what have we been doing here for the past three movies and three seasons what <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i know it's it's hilarious but i mean that that just adds to the to the tom fuller even all so yeah it was cool to see him team up that was legendary sorry to go on a tangent but uh that yeah, last scene God, was so garage, good of season three yeah, and the last scene, yeah the last scene was sick too but even the garage fight i was so stoked on that so very cool some cool stuff this last season i'm excited to see what they what they do in this uh fourth one and now moving away from cobra kai when did you personally first start acting and how did you get into it <clears throat> yeah uh sorry let me get some water <laughs> sorry you guys can like 86 me too i feel like i just talked forever um <laughs> The, I first started acting when I was a baby. I was like not even a year old, like nine months or so, I guess, just based on kind of what I've been told by like family and stuff. It's like I got lucky when I was a kid and just kind of got spotted. Again, like we talked about this earlier, like the kid on TikTok. I was the kid in the mall back in the 90s. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so just kind of got spotted. And like this agent hit my folks up. She came up to him like, hey, here's my card. Um, your kids like cute or whatever and uh I don't know what they said but something along those lines and they were kind of probably taken back by it a little bit um but ultimately they trusted her and like I guess after some talks a couple weeks later I, I know that we were like up in New York um filming or shooting photos for like um look books like for baby gap and stuff like that you know like <clears throat> JC Penny whatever those are belts so they were all big department stores at the time so I was just like a little like baby clothes model starting off and it just kind of climbed up from there. You know, it's like I learned how to talk, commercials or whatever, and then, you know, I just kept going. So here we are. So it's been pretty much my whole life. <clears throat> as long as I can remember, I don't even you know, like some of my earliest memories are like me kind of on a set, you know, like I, I remember <clears throat> I remember shooting uh, a Coca-Cola commercial for NASCAR. That's one of my earliest memories. And I was like, you know, probably two or three, I think. And we were, I just remember how gnarly those cars were and like loud they are and stuff. But yeah, so it, it's been a long time. Uh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of stuff throughout the years. And what are some of your biggest career goals or anybody that you specifically like to work with or just where do you see yourself in the future? Um, It'd be really cool to like direct a movie. That's definitely a goal. Uh, I've dabbled like in behind the scenes a good bit throughout the years and directing seems like an awesome opportunity. Um, it's obviously kind of the top, top dog status essentially, um, you know, it, but yeah, I'd love the chance to direct something. Um, I also have a lot of respect for art department and set deck uh done that before and that is super fun um but uh but yeah i mean as far as goals but like working people and stuff um i don't even know there's uh 
It's hard. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of just have like a few people I really just like to meet, you know, I guess. Not really, not that I could really work with some of them. Like, kind of a fan of Kanye West music. So I'm like, joked on him. It'd be cool to like run into him somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, but then, you know, actually working with people, I don't know, there's so many people out there, there's so many great actors out there. So it's really hard. But um, I've ran into a few already that if I didn't, I would want to work with, I know. So that's a really, really cool, um, you know kind of thing that's happened to me as well but uh man, i don't even know it'd be cool to work with jack black i think he's hilarious uh he's kind of wild um man, i'm kind of blanking i'm sorry i don't have any like, good. answers for you but uh yeah there's some amazing people out there and uh, like i said we're with some awesome folks like i got to work with the keith stanfield he's great i'm super proud of him and where he's come from where he's going uh you know, Dan McBride, Will Ferrell were them when I was younger. Um, they're just powerhouses uh, when it comes to comedy. So, you know, and um, I mean, yeah, there's plenty more. Like, worked with James Franco on and off for about five years. And then he he put me in touch with so many amazing people, too. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely, it's been a wild ride. But, yeah, I'm stoked on thus far. So. So do you have any... Um anything coming up that you can share with us? Yeah, yeah, um, <clears throat> let me think. So there is a movie that should be coming out pretty soon. Uh, I know we're shopping it right now. It's called Skate Shop, the movie, um, based on like a small business skate shop and just kind of how, how important those are for the community, but how hard it is to kind of run one uh, just because of, the trials and tribulations that come of being a small business owner on top of kind of the skateboard industry and like some of the negative flat that skateboarders are labeled as like just being goons. <laughs> and so that's a, it's a good little movie. It kind of helps you get an insight into skateboarding. It's got a lot of cool people in it. Um, real, real, a lot of real skateboarders like the writer um, and director is an actual skateboarder uh who has like skateboarded at like an amateur level and stuff really good guy <clears throat> and then we have like some pros and stuff in there making cameos so it's pretty cool it'd be a fun one um then i'm shooting at the end of the year a uh pretty cool movie uh can't talk a lot about it but it's basically mm -hmm. about, um yeah it's about a uh it's about kind of like hazing and fraternities and just kind of like the american culture and stuff and it's based on a uh roughly based on a true story that actually happened in columbia south carolina so be pretty interesting so got some cool people involved with that and it's going to be kind of like a guess some dark humor some some drama in it and stuff so it'll be a it'll be kind of heavier watch but it'll be um i think it'll be all in all it'll be fun so uh but yeah good good time coming up i'm excited about that so and you know kind of relating back what you said it'll be my first kind of like my first gig post-covid so i'm excited to get back in the mix um so yeah well that's awesome Bo. thanks so much for coming on we had a great time hey, no problem thanks for thanks for having me uh been super fun to talk to you guys you guys had great questions thank you thank you um if anyone listening wants to follow you on social media where can they do that yeah uh I would say Instagram's your best bet. I'm like most active on there. Uh, 
So you can look me up, just look my name up, Bo Mitchell, B-O. And you can also, it should take you to my handle, which is Blonde Ambition Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You can also uh, you can also check out um, at Fiance Skate. It's a skate company that I uh, run with some friends of mine and we have a lot of fun skateboarding together. We make videos and we make some merchandise. Um, yeah. And you can also check out uh, Team Fun. It's a company I work with to, uh, you know, do brand consulting and stuff. So we create a bunch of cool merch. I think I have one of the shirts on right now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can check these guys out. I'm involved with all that and you can get a taste of what's going on in my life. And to anybody listening at home, please follow us on our Instagram and our TikTok, where we are at acoam.podcast, and also our Twitter, where we are at acoam underscore podcast. Follow us there to keep up with us and hear about other awesome guests like Bo. And in the words of Cobra Kai, strike first, strike hard, and we'll see you next week on a coming-of-age movie.